Hello and welcome to Word for the Day. This is Father Pete Matthews from St. Patrick's Anglican Church. And today's Word for the Day is found in Philippians chapter 1, verse 7. St. Paul's writing and he writes these words. It is right for me to feel this way about you all because I hold you in my heart. For you are all partakers with me of grace, both in my imprisonment and in the defense and confirmation of the gospel. So if you know the backdrop to the story, to the to the letter to the Philippians, um, St. Paul's in prison, um, he's in Rome, and he's under a kind of house arrest. In a lot of ways, he's living in a similar way to many of us. He really can't go out and do what he wants to do. He's not free to go and fellowship with other Christians. He's stuck at home. And yet, he's still trying to live into his deepest core values as a disciple of Jesus, um, core values around mission, uh, the progress of the gospel, core values around life in the church community, core values about growing in Christ, formation, and core values around the worship worship of Jesus Christ, uh, worship. I mean, worship, community, formation, and mission, these, these deep, deeply embedded values of the kingdom that shape the life of the church. And he's trying to figure out how to live that in the context of being in prison in Rome. And so what does he do? Well, the first thing he says is, you are in my heart. I've never let go of you being in my heart. And even though we don't see each other, we are still partakers with one another. We partake together in the grace of God, um, the grace that comes through the gospel. And part of that is, you know, they sent things to, they, they found ways to love Paul, serve Paul, support Paul, even from a distance. And he lifts that up and says, you're partakers with me in grace. Earlier on in the chapter, he talks about his commitment to pray for them, how he still longs to be with them. He hopes this situation can change. But until then, he prays for them. And in a sense, it's his way of being with them. And I think he hopes they're praying for him as well so they can be with him. And then he talks about later on how you might think this is really a roadblock to the kingdom but actually, the progress of the gospel has been increased because of this. God's big enough to take this situation and wrap it into his purposes. And it doesn't stop his kingdom. It just reworks the pathways that he normally would carry out kingdom work. There's so much wisdom here and so so much uh, kind of uh, a grist for pondering, um, for milling out insight about how to navigate this coronavirus season. We've been at it about 100 days now. And I know for me, um, I've sort of had the mindset, just even probably till the day, I still think this way. Well, we're just in a holding pattern, pattern until things change. But it looks like it's real possible things won't change that soon. We might have to live this live with this for a while. I think it's probably true that that, of course, we'll get a handle on the virus and get a vaccine, and we will go back to a lot of the patterns we had before. But after a long season without them, it'll change us. So the the, the challenging question, I think, is how do we live with all these changes that have to do with how we are together, how we organize, how we get things done, and yet live true to the deeper things? Worship, community, formation, mission, the things Paul talks about in this text. 
And I think a couple lessons come out of this. One is those things never stop. God is still present. The kingdom is still present, and they can still go forward. Second, we have to adapt. So there's two kinds of change and kind of change literature. One is technical change. That's like, hmm, you know, Facebook's not a good way to post our services. Let's try Zoom. That's a technical change. An adaptive change is when all your normal systems and structures for delivering what you value deeply have changed, and you have to adapt without compromising what you deeply believe and what you deeply value. That's a lot harder change, and almost always it's the kind of change where you're kind of groping in the fog to figure out how to move forward. So I think all of us are living with that at, at all kinds of different levels. We're living with that in our work. We're living that with our families, living that in just our normal life patterns. And as Christians, how we relate to church, we're living with that. The Lord is in the midst of it. The Lord will see us through it, and the Lord has a way for us to figure out how to adapt and move forward. I sure don't know what that way is yet. Um, I don't think really any of us do, but I think we're learning as we're going. But the challenge of this, or the encouragement is a better word, of this chapter from St. Paul is don't quit leaning on the Lord. Know that the Lord is present through all this. And know that the Lord has a way to still move forward what's most important, even if all the things around us change. I hope that's encouraging to you, and I hope you have a blessed day. Take care.